<laughs> we are live with Nikki Ortega. Hi, Nikki. Hi. Thanks so much for coming on the show. Thank you, Atlas, for having me. So excited for this. So stoked. <laughs> I love your presence online. It's become... It's well articulated, like you do a good job at sharing with people what this is all about. And it's Thank fun. You. Yeah, I just try my best to express it. I never know. I'm like, does this make sense? I'm just going to post it. Yeah. <laughs> or it. I'm like, okay. <laughs> Hopefully someone gets it. <laughs> but yeah. Yeah. And uh, as I've been sort of like looking through what you share, I've been finding that like you have a unique flavor, you know, you have a, everyone that sort of like wakes up has their own unique taste or flavor on, on what it is. And so like, that's a great first place to just kick it off. So let's talk about like, yeah, your flavor, your taste, maybe take us to like how, um, what, how, how you got sparked to seek truth and then what you found. Mm, well, that's so general and broad, but I'll try my best um flavor it all started with suffering i guess a lot of people that get into awakening pad is true depression or suffering or just trying to find a way or meaning out of the same mental loops and i was in a really dark place and just a lot of addiction i was addicted to any high it was like anything that made me feel good and take me out of that space of turmoil or trauma or not looking at myself it's like that's it and Eventually, I got tired of running away and hit a bottom and went to AA. I was never an alcoholic, but I needed something to like feel holding space, feel unconditional love, feel connection to God. And at that moment, that's what, what was closest to me and really helped me. I did that for three years, but there was still a lot more to work with and just a constant part of surrendering and learning about myself and sharing my journey with others that's the summary there's a lot more I didn't tell nice them. yeah okay so you had pretty intense like suffering patterns and you yeah. were like seeking like highs mm. like but trying to like alleviate the suffering and also like seek pleasure yes completely it was just like so painful that anything it can be food could be sex could be love could be cuddling could be anything like yep. yeah nice Just, yeah. Well, well okay and <laughs> and this is so cool so but then then there's the moment of okay you like you yeah. gain a level of like metacognition so you gain awareness of that pattern right mm -hmm. and so you like unfreeze some of your will and you're like fuck this pattern. I don't want to keep suffering like this. I don't want to keep seeking all these external things. So, yeah. you know, when, so when that, um, when that, how did that awareness like unfreeze for you? How did you gain more sovereignty mm. to go to AA and to do this yeah, process? I like, Let me tap into that. Yeah. It was a really toxic relationship with my boy boyfriend at the time. And we got into a really crazy fight and I was just like knocking the door like crazy, like open the door, just like in the movies, you know, and the crazy psycho girls just like let me in. It was just like a mirror of you need to find your own connection to self. And then when I was there, he was about to call the cops and I got like a epiphany, like, okay, 
security is coming, the cops are going to come in. Do you want to have that memory in your consciousness that you just like got dragged from this place or do you want to just wake the fuck up? And then I was like, this is not okay. Like, why am I trying to feel a void with this? And then I remember just going into, it's like, can't even see it. It was like a bench in the lobby of his apartment. I was just there like crying, like my heart was like bleeding out. I was like, felt no connection at home, super dysfunctional family, yeah. no real friends, no real connections. That was like my only source of something to hold on into. And then I was like, I need help. And instantly I thought of a friend that had gone to AA and I was like, maybe this can help me. It's not, it's not alcohol, but it's something that it's gonna allow me to release this addiction for quote unquote love. Yeah. Okay, cool. So there was both a trigger for more self-sourcedness. Mm-hmm. And then there was also the the memory of like somebody else having gone through AA, a friend, yeah. and and seen and you saw a change in them. And so then there's like all these different, in a sense, there's these uh, programs or these there's places. Um, these offerings that exist that sort of serve people as they seek and then uh okay cool so yeah so then did you find what did you find there that then like further sparked more excitement around truth acceptance like every time i spoke or said something everybody was just like oh we love you and that's something i never got at my house because everybody had their own distortions their own traumas and every time i speak was like shut the fuck up or you're a piece of shit or you know a lot of uh, just unconsciousness. So when I was there, it's like anything I said was like, oh, it's accepted, it's loved. And I'm like, okay, this is safe. So it was like the first sense of like safety and feeling whole just by being myself. Yeah. Nice. Acceptance, safety, love, mm-hmm. feeling, whole, feeling yourself. Yeah. Sweet. Mm. Mm. Yes. And like then, did you also feel like some of the external seeking also kind of, you know, died down a little bit? Like you didn't need to go and try and alleviate suffering and try and go and seek a high, but that you were becoming more whole just as you were. Oh, yes. I wish it was instant. Like some awakenings, people are just like, that's it. No, it's been quite a journey. I think that was like nine years ago, but... Yeah, it was like the first taste of like safety and there were a lot of uh, jump in. It's like having one feet in hell and one in heaven. Like I was just juggling and of course the unconsciousness wasn't fully integrated. So I had to, it's like having two people inside of you. Now I feel like I have a thousand, but they're all like aligned. So (laughs) I was juggling between the part of me that wanted to heal and find that safety and the shadow self that still wanted to feel those patterns for a while. Then it, it's a process, yeah. And then, so that was nine years ago, right? I believe so, yeah. I was okay. 18, yeah. You were 18? Yeah. That, okay. Mm-hmm. I, okay. I don't remember, 18 or 19, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> okay. And then, so how about, like, how about after that? Like, some people go and they start, you know, going to retreats or they start uh, reading or they uh, take entheogens or they learn about what meditation is and how it can enhance their life. Yeah. So what did you end up like finding over the last years that has shared what the nature is with you? 
what comes up, I found my main spiritual teacher. I love David R. Hawkins. Nice. But, yeah, I resonate so much with his pad because he was also part of AA and he's been through hell and heaven a million, well, he was, he's, he's gone now, but in spirit, he's still here. <laughs> so in, in the group, one of the guys was reading one of his books, Letting Go, and I felt so called to it. And then I felt the mob of consciousness. I found enlightenment, I found, but then I became an addict of enlightenment. So I was like, oh, I found something that's gonna cure me from this. So I'm gonna become my God devotee, <laughs> which is better than something else. But yeah, that was also a program that now it's more like subtle. It's like, ah, I see that. Nice. So yeah. cool. So yeah, so David Hawkins influenced and then um, you also saw through the program of sort of waking up and then just only talking about the pattern of waking up to, to everybody and just having a halo around your head and that type of thing. So you saw through that. Okay. Yeah, it's really, really hard. So it was, I think, a whole year of hippiness, but people hippiness. I'm like, yeah, it's all love and light and like the butterflies and the rainbows. But I was, it's like, I never know when it's going to end. Every time I'm like, assume you're free, but keep the humbleness to see what comes up because that was a year that I was completely in ecstasy. And as an addict, I'm like, maybe I'm just enlightened now. You know, I was just like, that's it. I never felt any pain whatsoever. So I think that I wasn't ready at that moment to integrate even more unconscious things. It's just like so deep. It's like consciousness. I see it as like a game of operando. So, you know that surgery game of like the little guy that has yeah. a- Yeah, operation. Operation, yeah, yeah I'm glad to bless you. I'm like operando. So I said, yes, just taking every single piece of virus in one's consciousness. And every time I think I'm done, I'm like, nope, second part. And then I have to take more stuff. But it always gets more, more whole, more fluid, less leakages of energy, more centered. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's a cool, that's a cool way to, to visualize it. We've also uh, been talking about it like a, like an uh, like the onion layers that get constructed and then the deconstruction of the onion layers but in your analogy that's like in the game of operation the onion layers are like all those little pieces that you pluck out um all all what is not you exactly yeah Which i believe is so important cuz Part of why I didn't want to look at the deep stuff, it's because I still identified with it. I'm like, oh, that's me. I, I don't want to talk about that. That's shameful. But then I'm like, oh, that's not me. And process continues. Yeah. Yeah. So would you say that let's, well, let's talk about uh, two, two things because I want to talk about both um, how you're serving people now um, see through their own what is not them and see through their own game of uh, deconstructing and, and operation and, and acceptance and etc. Yeah. Et um, but then I also want to talk to you about um, what you have found to be like the nature and how you communicate the nature also. So um, let's start let's start with that let's start with the second one and then we'll talk about the patterns that sort of uh like that deconstruct to gain insight so yeah. what would you say like if somebody was to like ask you like how do you describe what the nature of reality is like what do you say mm, the nature <laughs> the absolute reality 
or yeah. how shit pops up into existence. Yeah. Um, I see it as simultaneous discovery of God's essence. And I said simultaneous because I've been in hell so many times. I've been in heaven. And now I feel like finally I'm integrating on earth. So it's like reality is so vast. But in this earth plane, it's we can travel and journey through all these realms and all these parts of consciousness just to get to know more of ourselves. It's just a discovery of God, true God. So it's just fun. It's, it's like a playground. But the absolute reality of everything is just empty. I see it as just nothingness. And it's like we're all pixels creating and expanding and expressing. But then when I reach that point of emptiness, I'm like, okay, that's boring. Let's fill it with love. So then I'm like, it's divine love expressing itself through stories. And now I see every story like an amusement. Like even the story I told you about when I was 18, I'm like, that's entertainment. Like people go to movies and pay to see that shit. You know, I'm like, oh, yeah. it's, <laughs> it's fun. So it's about going through those things and then realizing when you're out of it and you can heal the quote unquote pain or suffering that it was just entertainment. You're amusing yourself through yourself. Yeah. Yeah. So divine love, that's, that would be my final answer. Yeah. Nice. Mm. Cool. Okay, cool. So I like how, yeah, divine love um, as a final answer. And then you also have a, um, you said God's essence, which I like as well. Um, so do you normally, do you normally reference that as uh, something that's like a field or something that has more of like an oceanic like texture to it? Um, something that has like a, like a homogenous, like unity uh, nature to it. Like in the absolute, I see it as, as oneness, but in the relative plane, I see it as a field because we everybody, as you said in the beginning, we everybody carries a unique flavor and frequency of God. So even when I'm talking to you, like I don't see you like in your body or like I see you as the whole field that is around you and that's animating the character into whatever it wants to say and express with the intentions. And that's the importance of where are we coming from and integrity It's like, okay, we're animating the character. Let's just have fun and use this toy for good. Nice, sweet, <laughs> sweet. So, so you, you see the simultaneity of the underlying essence of unity, but also in the way that it's apparently expressing itself as diversity and multiplicity and play and dance with itself. Mm. I think I didn't understand the first thing. Diversity with dance? Uh, yeah, dance, like dance. Like it's like, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. But, but so yeah, you see, so you do see like a simultaneity of a unity and diversity at the same time. Now I do, yeah. Because going back to my state of full ecstasy and bliss, I couldn't see like the diversity. I was like, all is one and that's it. But now I find beauty in the shadows and in the quote unquote darkness and all the expressions of the creator and see the relevance of it and how that's the mirror to wake the part of ourselves that are unconscious or repaying karmas as I do believe in karma. Nice, nice. 
So, and so when you, when you, uh, when you're sharing about divine love, um, what are typically let's 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 get into the patterns now. What are typically the the blockages that you see that people have, uh, mm. and then what ways uh, do you typically see people liberating themselves of the blockages? Beautiful emotional attachment, and all I say is from the patterns I had to not finding my own divinity and that unconditional love that's always here. It's just seeking for a payoff, seeking for gain, coming from self-seeking motives. So every time we want something from someone or we want to get or yeah, take, then that's an attachment. It's like trying to find love in all the wrong places, as cliche as it sounds. It's just like all a search for God, how I see it. Even when you want success, even relationship or money or business success, it's like searching God in those things which are beautiful, but it's empty. So any attachment that promised you a better future of tomorrow or guilt from the past because, oh, I didn't do that right. Like, oh, I'm, I'm unworthy, etc. That's the blockage from the divinity that always is. And that doesn't mean that we can have beautiful desires and creation, but all of that coming from that space of, I'm so joyful right now and I know I'm complete. Let's create from that happiness and that joy. Easier said that done, but <laughs> yeah. So it's, it's almost like a getting, you see a, like a getting lost in uh, thought or emotion or separation, that type of pattern. Or projecting better results mm. in the next now moment, which never comes because it's just forever. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. And then, so then let's say that there is a, like a blockage of um, somebody that's like learning how to become aware of their thinking patterns. Are you typically referring them to something specific? How do you walk them through like gaining more uh, meditative insight? Mm, just asking what's the most stressful thought at the moment. Hmm. And having them go directly there. So, okay. So let's say, uh, like give an example of what they say and then how you continue. Hmm. They could be like, so many examples. I'm like, what can be something really good? Like I had this client that one of the examples of business success, like had everything that quote unquote on paper was good enough to feel successful and happy. And then it's like, well, I achieve success in my business, in my marriage, and I have beautiful kids. I have this wonderful house. I can retire right now, but I am depressed. I feel like shit. I'm like, why so? It's like, I don't feel worthy of any of this. So I'm like, why not? And then you go into that and then they open up a different layer. It's like, well, I achieved this true line. I manipulated this person or, okay, so why did you do that? And then they tell, well, when I was 10, my dad did this to me. And then, and then what happened then? What was your thought? And then we go to the root of like, what was the main situation that created that pattern of having to act from fear and manipulate or 
do something to get something for completeness when you should be yes. complete just because you exist. Does that make sense? Hundred percent. Hundred percent. Okay. So you would say that like one of the ways that you do it is you help reflect to your other self. You help reflect to them that there's some pattern at the root of their experience, at the root of their expression that has a flavor of a lack belief of some sort. Um, yeah. And then that's causing them to feel this downstream unworthiness or to seeking validation or whatnot. And then you, and in, so in that process, then when they reflect on themselves and that, and that whatever is at the root of the way that they express, then, then they go through a process of loving and accepting that and liberating themselves. I love how you see it so systematically. I see it so like intuitive, like a butterfly, like oh, I never know what's gonna happen in the session. So I'm just trying to express it, yeah. <laughs> yeah, usually they just hit like a sweet spot and say, call it like the gem or like they find the treasure underwater, which is like their biggest source of trauma, which is also their greatest gift. And then they just like start crying or they open up or they feel like a ah, relief sometimes I just say something funny and they start laughing and see like the unconsciousness behind it. So mm. it just really flows. It's never one way for everyone. I just come with the intention and something beautiful happens. Sometimes it's not even questions. It's just, they ask me questions about myself and then through my stories, they open up and see something that can happen too. So. Yes. Yeah. And then, and then do they typically stay with you in terms of, like there's a there's a good amount of in a sense uh work that is then done from uh noticing one of your deep traumas and then feeling like the liberation of that and purifying the way you express yourself mm -hmm. but then also recognizing like the field recognizing divine love itself recognizing mm -hmm. infinity recognizing nothingness emptiness that yeah. there's there's a big there's how so now how have have how have clients have you do you usually work with them through that entire process or is it sometimes people just you know drop off after that little bit of liberation and release um, or do you also take people all the way with as they seek? I have it actually just happened twice and it's it was just so wonderful because it was not only working it actually started with the enlightenment state of feeling the oneness and the divinity, which is a reflection of me, because first I allowed all that beautifulness, and then I'm like, how do I play this in the relative realms? And then working through their relative wants and how to express that better and how to live more in alignment and in truth. So, yeah, but sometimes it's just one session and I never see them again. But I do love more when it's consistent because you get to see such a beautiful transformation and then it's just like tears of joy and it's like, oh, like, I changed my whole relative life, but that wasn't it. Like, I just feel peace. Yes. Yeah. yeah like, okay. So, um, so I see how like the, <clears throat> it's easier for people to understand like the emptiness of the uh, material materiality. Like yeah. that, that's, that, that's, I feel like that's one of the easier ones for people to click. Mm -hmm. Um, but then, for example, how do you get 
people, how do you reflect to people that their sense of self is not located like behind their eyes? How do you get them to understand the field? How do you get them to get the, yeah. Do you understand it? Yeah. How do you get them to, un or how do you get them to realize it and then to be it? Mm, usually I do attract people that understand that. You do? You, yes. You, you wait. So, so, so you attract people that are already aware of no self. Exactly. So, really? Yes. That's how it works. And usually it's more working into the physical plane, which is what I have had to do in the past years. So it's always me. Like my client is myself like yes. talking about here. So I'm yes. just attracting a reflection of my past self or a future self. Yes. So it's just like playing nice. with that. And as they heal, I heal too because they open up and then I see something else and I open up. It's always a learn teach. So I don't really try to explain them. It kind of like they know that and they just want to know how to manage that in the physical. Yeah. Okay. I think this is a really important, beautiful point. So when you, yeah, when you're speaking from the absolute perspective, and I think this is really important, yeah. um, you know, Nikki just shared that whenever she likes, whenever somebody like approaches her, like seeking that mm -hmm. she sees it as past or future self. Yeah. So she sees it as like serving herself basically. Mm -hmm. So then there's nothing to like get out of it. There's the teach, learning, learn, teach aspect to it, of course. But in terms of there's nothing like to extract out of it because you're already whole. So uh -huh. you're not trying to like prove yourself and all this type of stuff. Um, I love that that uh, that view of it. But so how does how do you, how do you how do clients gravitate towards you that have already experienced no self or have already recognized no self? Like that's already uh, that's already pretty like end of path. What the fuck? <laughs> I think it's so funny. I never thought about it. I think it's because I spent like two years writing about the absolute. That of course that's what I'm going to attract. Now I'm like I want to learn how to write about my human aspect. So that's what I'm working on now. But it's yeah, that makes sense. We attract what we are. So okay, it's a, it's so, a more selective uh, group, though. Like I wish yeah. that's why I want to work on the human because I wish to reach more people if they feel called to it and relate to that humanness. Okay, so to an extent, you would maybe describe it as you waking up seeing no self clearly and then being that for two years writing about it the absolute then sharing that with people to where with yourself to yeah. where then you see that like you are gravitating people that want to basically understand that at a deeper level that have already maybe tasted it, um, mm -hmm. that type of thing. But then also that are wanting to like, you become interested in like anchoring in a sense, these like heavenly realizations in mm -hmm. the physical. So in materiality, like helping the shift, the planetary awakening. Yes. I love how you word it. So beautiful. That's why I, it's a focus on integration because when I got all those realizations, I wasn't aware of that. 
now I had to go even deeper in my unconscious and bring those parts of myself into that realization because it was like a split really really high realization and then have to take my human with me and then the ego is like no no I don't want to like don't make me do that so oof, that's so uh, excites me so much just to think about it like bringing that wholeness so every time I talk to someone I'm like I see your wholeness but relatively there could be some work to do as well so. yes. yes yeah yeah, that's the simultaneity of both, yeah, being completely whole already, perfect, yeah, yeah. but yet also there being some little bit of mud uh, that can be shined off the diamond uh, in a yeah, sense. Yeah. yeah, that can be liberated. Yeah, the illusion further liberated. Um, mm -hmm. Interesting. So, So, okay, so take take us through then like an example of what it's like for, so so you say sometimes it's like anchoring a client's no self-realization into like just basic everyday life and interactions, like the human yeah. plane. And mm -hmm. so sometimes it's that, and then sometimes it's, it's somebody that has no idea what no self is, and they're still just learning about their own traumas. Yeah. Right? So you, So you span that whole spectrum. Yeah, that's beautiful. That's a good way to say it. Like, it, mm, yeah, because somebody that's in the full months of depression, like, I know how to take them back to, okay, I feel great right now. And then somebody that's in the absolute nothingness, like, okay, that's cool. But when they ask me, like, so what now? Do I keep meditating? Do I keep, like, chanting? Do I keep, I'm like, just watch TV and have fun and go talk to your friends. Like, that's a broad example, but it's, that's why I love the cliche of Nirvana and Samsara. It's like being back to the human and enjoy it from that space of that new realization, but shove wood, curry, water, you know, whatever it is. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I love, yeah, the Zen 10 bowls is so good too after mm -hmm. this. Yeah, after the journey is just you're back in the market drinking wine, 100%. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's so true. I relate to that. I'm like, I even stopped drinking for a while became vegan now it's like i don't care i can wake up and have a shot of whiskey shit. in my coffee yeah. you know i don't give a shit exactly. <laughs> i know it's so good yeah so, okay cool um okay so then do you do you also feel like you inspire um yourself uh yourselves your other selves do you feel like yeah. you inspire them um, to then like become more like shepherds or like have more service to others energy because it's, it's almost like uh, you can uh, many times like you were describing in the realization awakening process that there can be a, uh, a loss of interest in anchoring anything yeah, into yeah. like the world, into the collective. But really it's all of you that just wants to wake up. So you may as well do that. You, exactly. you, yeah, yeah. Uh -huh. yeah, it just reminded me of myself in my balcony for like two months, just like bliss the fuck out. I'm like, I have no interest in coming back to the world. I'm like, you're in the world, girl. Come on. So I think it's just a natural thing. The more awareness we get, we want to use this to help others. But I had to balance that too, because where is that coming from? It's like, I want to be of service, or it's like just by being there, being right. of service. Yeah. Sometimes we don't have to do anything and just by our vibration alone, we're helping or even by fucking up, we're helping because that's another flavor of the creators. So it's beautiful. 
I love that. So let's let's talk about that distinction a little bit more because I feel like it's relevant. Um, so, uh, yeah, if you feel like uh, you have a you have an urge for being in service and that you want to show up and like be in service, that like Nikki said, it's about checking where you're coming from so that you can distinguish between when you're coming from wanting to be seen or being worthy or validated or whatever mm -hmm. versus when literally your state of being itself can yeah. just vibrationally emit to somebody like receptivity or availability and then people will just come to you and then they themselves will maybe like ask a question or they'll uh, provide an inquiry of some sort or maybe it's just ge geeking out and just like smiling and laughing and playing and then that but yeah yeah that's it that's so wonderful i i love that line by the way from the anorak and Ventinho, where are you coming from but that's where i want to credit it's it I'm like, so good like, whoa it's just so subtle it's like one single mantra and it changes the overall intention it's like putting a filter in your computer hardware, like your consciousness, and then everything you say, it's like you cannot bullshit yourself. I'm like, that's great. Yes. Yeah. Where are you? Five words. Yeah. Where are you coming from? Yeah. yeah. So good. So good. Because <laughs> because you can't go any further back than mm -hmm. source where you're coming from. Like yeah. Like your stylus pen, basically. Like your will. The paintbrush. Mm. You can't go any further back than that. Mm. Yeah. And that's. So... Here you go. <laughs> what were you to say? Like, let's play. Um, and that helps a lot, even when being of service, because then it's easy for me to know, like, oh, and now, or also excitement. It's like, I want to do this video with you, this interview, because it's exciting. So then it's coming from that space of, soulfulness and authentic service but if it's like oh, i'm bored i don't know what to do let's just make a video too to try to help people because i'm unhappy then it's like where is the service so it's just that would be validation or proving oneself but no so that's the balance of shepherding that i feel it's so important for for me and the collective as well to glance and put into practice yeah yeah Just getting a lot of love in the chat. Oh, I didn't know we were live. Yeah. <laughs> Hi. Yeah. I'm like, we can edit this. I'm like, okay, now. <laughs> Sending you massive love back. So good. Yeah. So good. So good. Um, Cool. So I like that you care so much about that mantra and that you feel like where are you coming from can be like a big access point for people to like purify themselves, which is huge, very relatable, super relatable. I have another, uh, I have another cool, um, topic. So I feel like this is important. Actually, it's much more important than I think, uh, than gets shared, which is, um, that what people seek with 
like self-realization or God realization um, is equivalent to uh, anatta or no self, which then is capital S self. Do you feel like that like they're different flavors of the same coin, like two sides of the same coin, no self and capital S self, or how do you see that? I see no self as the emptiness, like the void, getting to that state or non-state. It's like the realms of paradox. I love that topic. Getting to the non-state of there is nothingness. It's just emptiness. It's just like a black canvas to play with. And then the self with capital S, I see it as what I mentioned before, the divine love, the colors, the glitter, the rainbows, the butterflies, or art, the crying, the sorrow, all the spectrum of the human emotions. So all of that, it's like the higher self expressing itself through the linear expression of your small self as well, but it's simultaneous. But there's also the emptiness. But I do believe in my experience that if I stop in the emptiness, then what am, why am I here? Like I came back to play and express the highest self through my highest frequency excitement. So yeah, it's two sides of the same coin expressed into one. Although some people, and I think Buddha, Buddha teachings, sometimes it's just into the emptiness and the void and then it's just, that's it. No need to talk. Yeah, yeah. Whatever they appreciate in the journey, I guess, yeah. Interesting. So you see uh, no self, you see emptiness as more of the blank canvas. And then you see more of the self, God, divine love. You see that as the creative uh, capacity. Mm-hmm. Something yeah. along those lines. The expression, the expressionary yeah. capacity mm-hmm. yes. of everything. Everything from ignorance to knowledge. Everything. And that's I'm gonna share this like like the human will completely aligned with divine will. I see that as the self. And when we have that complete alignment, then everything we do, it's from self. It's God expressing itself from the highest frequency of love in the void of emptiness. That is like everything that surrounds us. But we need both because if not, there would be no world. Why would we be here anyways? Yes. Yeah. Uh, you know it's so nice like just feeling it and like just being it and seeing it so clearly and then just like relaxing um because like you found yourself and you found yourself so clearly um and you found yourself everywhere and you found yourself nowhere um and and like, and it's so nice having these very simple analogies, like the blank canvas and the infinite creation. It's just, it's so, it becomes so simple or like the screen, like you, we have all these like devices now and it's just this black, it's this blank screen. And then, Hologram. yeah, a portal. perfect. Yeah. How many different ways can it modulate or how many? You know, how many different ways can the um, the blank notes, no notes, musical notes, turn into songs? I mean, there's so many different ways to, how many different ways to vibrate your vocal cords into languages. Mm-hmm. 
So you can see all the different ways that the creator can express itself as uh, anything from ignorance of its nature to knowledge and purity um, of its nature. Anything from somebody that it doesn't have their basic needs being met, that's starving and struggling, all the way to the most like wealthy, most abundant um, spaceship flyer. Uh, yeah. Spaceship yeah. flyer, yeah. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> that's it. Just holographic particles start us expressing themselves. But the beauty of finding that self or that absolute realization, like a taste of it at least, is it frees us to express our human nature with so much more freedom and not caring about whatever happens or like not judging ourselves and just navigating every scene with, ah, oh, it's fine. I'm just playing pretend here <laughs> without the nice. city. But yeah, it's you're playing whatever role. It's the most relevant for the moment. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I think your, yeah, your bio on Instagram says like movie character. Because <laughs> I had so many identity shifts every time I had like a mini ego dead and then like integrated something new that I got tired. Every day I woke up and I'm like, healer, uh, spiritual teacher, shifter. I'm like, this just symbols to try to convey a message to help someone if they're in need. But it's just like we're all the same. So it's just like a character. Whatever role we want to play aligned with our intentions and our excitement. That's what we came here to do. So, yeah, no labels. I feel like it's so helpful, like recognizing like the simple, even like your, even like the pupil itself, like the eye, um, and like yeah, the way that like the pupil and the iris. Like and for the psychedelic show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, because it's like, it is like the pupil is like the blank canvas and the iris is like this infinite creativity um, playing, with it, playing with itself. But I found one of the, one of the keys in a sense is to to not get like hooked on anything that you like land on as ground because um because there's so much more to still gain insight into yourself uh, like can yeah because like i've noticed that people will gain insight find a ground and then they'll like stand on that and be horizontal and they'll like yeah. keep looking horizontally yeah i'm fully guilty of that like taking the realization and then being like, oh, this is it. And then everything is like that. That's it. So I'm just like, I'm stagnant again. And then I don't give room for growth or like shifting. So I'm like, everything we say right now, it's in this moment. Maybe tomorrow I'll change my mind. So because <laughs> there's no mind. So just allowing the flow that comes through. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. And it reminds me of the freshness. Mm. And yeah. Bentinho talks about that quite a lot. This like fast refresh rate where you don't get fixated on anything ever. Mm. And it's just like perpetual freedom, like always not this, not that in your whole existence. And it's just so liberating because it's like whatever we're showing up as right now, 
yeah, we're going to deepen our insight and deepen our purification tomorrow. And it's going to show up and express itself freshly and differently. Um, Mm -hmm. But the underlying principle like that, like the major shift in awakening, um, would you say for you, it's kind of like seeing and for you and for like the way you share it and serve other people that it's seeing yourself in all. Mm, yeah, but comes about with discernment as well. Um, I think that's the balance of the wisdom that I've been purifying, purifying yeah. uh, this whole year. It's just, I can see myself in everyone as myself, but taking care of my own needs as well too. Not because you are myself, then I'm gonna give myself everything right now to you. And I was really unbalanced in love before. So finding that balance of discernment. Nice. Yeah. yeah. Cool. So so we can we can agree that like the major shift when we talk about things like awakening is like sort of decentralizing your like contraction from being just like a person to being the all to like remembering yourself as the all mm-hmm. but then to not. And this is where with like the law of one where we talk about things like the fourth density balancing yeah. love balancing with fifth density wisdom into a unified sixth density of love light. Um, and love late awareness. And I like that point because it's really common, including for myself, um, to continue the subtle process of recognizing, like, am I detecting, is this detecting benefit? Mm -hmm. And is it detecting benefit with the, for like the highest possibility right now? You know, or is the highest possibility actually the like expressing love to my other self here and yeah, taking yeah. a step back and going into whatever the other uh, like relaxed state or creative state or whatever, and then having it serve at a greater level? Yes. Yeah. Kind of making that intuitive more and more with. In my experience, like with every situation that presents itself, it just became more clear and easier. Like, oh, no need to say anything here. Or or if I do it, then I see it more rapidly. Like, oh, that was unbalanced. Okay. Yes. And then just navigating that. Okay. And then you you would say that then as you sort of begin like seeing yourself as the all, you would say that another big way of of playing the game is to recognize where you're coming from or like pay attention, like very like vigilance basically with where you're coming from as you awaken. Like you would say that that's like a a major pairing. I love how also David R. Hawkins expressed it when he's like, there's comes a point in your awareness and in your spiritual journey that it's like, in every little subtlety, you feel like dog peed in the bed. Like if you were in the bed and you wake up and you're like, oh, the dog, it's impossible not to see it. It's like, it smells, it's it's clear. So it's just like, can't get away with it. Like the program wants to show up and it's like, oh, okay, no. It's just like, I see it like screen and then it just passes by and I'm like, oh, you again, nice. And then I keep moving it. So it cancels itself out. Whoa, nice, yeah. cool way to describe it, yeah. Yeah, I love it. We've also been talking about it like thought advertisements, basically. So it's like you're 
it's like the yeah the advertisement pops up it's like would you yeah. like to entertain in more unworthiness or separation and, and it's like no <laughs> i love it it reminds me of that uh, show i think it's an amazon upgrade i think it's the name and it's just like different ads. It's like, you want this right now? It's like that. It's just like a little animal. I call the ego the animal self. Like, remind yourself you want this? You want that? It's like, no, I don't want that. Thank you. But no. Yeah. Cool. So, yeah. So you're you're hinting at like what is we are hinting at in, in this sort of like later, later stage of mm – -hmm like really noticing with vigilance that mm -hmm. you create your own thought advertisements that yeah. are purposely there for you to decline or accept and forget for a period of time to then be like, fuck, why did I do that? And then wait and then wake up more. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's so exciting to me. I'm like, yes. I just feel like I'm in the field now. Like, let's play. It's just yeah, yeah. like the surgery, like operation game, as I said. It's mm -hmm. just beautiful. You get to see it. And it's wonderful when the same situation doesn't cut you anymore. Like, I thought that had so much momentum due to previous karma. It's like, oh, now you have built so much background awareness that it just falls off. And before it just got stuck and got expressed. And you're like, why did I set that? It's just a program. But every time more and more, it just flushes itself out yeah it's like taking a shit flush that shit out yeah yeah oh that's so good <laughs> so good <laughs> that shit that's made, that's made of divine love that i purposely covered myself with Exactly. Yeah. It's like, it's fine. I can put it on and wear it, but at some point it's going to smell. So I'm like, mm, okay, okay. Let's, yeah, yeah. let's take a shower. But I'm like, if I have it on, doesn't mean I'm not worthy. I'm also worthy. So mm -hmm. yeah. Yep. Yeah, and uh, Anurag has been uh, leading the last couple of sessions for No Limit Society, and it's been really nice because he really simplifies things down a lot, um, like really simple, just like one word, like honor. Like when you come from honor, you're always, you know, purely serving the creation um, mm -hmm. without self-interest from an empty place. Um and it's really interesting because he uses these analogies like soccer and he'll just be like, like the moment that the thought advertisement comes up in the soccer game while you're fucking on a team and oh, then you get concerned about, oh, the past or the future or how I look to the audience or whatever it is that immediately like you lose flow, you're kicked off of the fucking team, you know, that type of, 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 of vibe. So, um, mm -hmm. Like it's it's really simple. Also, in like classic, like billions of people play sports or they play games or they um, they do activities in flow states, and yeah. everybody knows the feeling of like the moment that you're that you're like you're cooking you're cooking a dish in order for the people you're cooking it for to 
tell you how much they love it versus, yeah, versus actually like eating it with love just to serve it to yourselves, their other selves. So that, yeah, yeah. You can tell like that's the style of distinction. That's more of a let's do something for the better tomorrow. Let's do something for finally feeling worthy, successful, complete when I get this. So then it's like the continuous chase for happiness that never ends in the loop of like, let's search within. Again, cliche, but it's people want it like more complex, like dissect that. But it's like, it's just here <laughs> behind the mud. Sometimes the mud has a lot of momentum. So that's why we do the work. Interesting. So you also said, I like how you called it for a better tomorrow. <laughs> It sounds like a song. Like, oh my gosh. It never comes. Then I'm always like like a rabbit, like chasing it, like the carrot. And then the carrot is dangling. And I'm like, wait, the carrot, it's it's oh, it's here. Oh cool. I'll eat it myself. Yeah. I'm the carrot. That's I'm the it. carrot. Nice. Yeah. yeah. Wow. So the illusion could be summarized as a rabbit chasing a carrot on an endless treadmill. Yes. Wow. Beautiful. Or like with a little cartoon that is like on top of you and it's in front and you're just like, never going to chase it. You're just like chasing your own illusion. I'm like, wait, I have the power to take that thing out and just move the carrot and eat it. I'm like, oh, I had the power all this time. It was just covered with the mud. Yeah. I love that you are the carrot. Yes, and, that's it. And there's nowhere, there's no, mm. there's no, there's nowhere that you could go onto a treadmill to get to because you're already the carrot. Yeah. Like you, and you're also placing the treadmill there because you wanted some trill and drama and like, oh, let's create a hero's journey. That's why you're the movie character. Nice. Yeah. So like we, we, we designed our own, yeah, our own movie, our own, our own odyssey, our own like hero's journey. Uh, and so, yeah, we wanted a little bit of drama to like really like how I like, I wrote a couple of uh, days ago or a week ago, something like how badly can I forget and remember? Like how badly can I get drowned in illusion? And fucking wake myself up, yeah. Yeah. But fun. Oh, beautiful scenes. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Oh. So sweet. Mm, yeah. Nice, Nikki. Nice. Love your vibe. Love, uh, love your vibe, Atlas. I'm so grateful to be here. Thank you for inviting me. It's so nice. Yeah, it really is. And your heart's so warm. You radiate Aww. really beautifully. I try. <laughs> Instantly, I had the thought, but I am. See how it cancels itself out? I'm like, you try, but you are. I'm like, stop it. (laughs) Not stop it, gone. Paradox. (laughs) 
and that's so so this is a key milestone or like a key um when you get to sort of the transcension of all paradoxes um the transcension of all like entangled dualities um yeah it's so rich because i i've we mentioned several on the in our conversation the whole well oneness but also appearing like this diverse form this formlessness appearing as diverse forms emptiness appearing like fullness um or um or like illusion and uh, reality or you know this type of that these types of dualities where like you recognize that you're the source of it simultaneously and it's just like it's so transcending it is it's yeah it's it's a roller coaster right like and then you're in the same place and it's just like it becomes a circle yeah yeah it's like all the aspects of self are like in the how you call that the wheel like of an amusement park you know that oh the ferris wheel that one and i see like all the aspects in the ferris wheel and they all connect Mm -hmm. from that wholeness in the middle and that's like the complete simultaneity and then they're all like Okay, okay, so what's on the carts? Like, what's in all the little carts on the outside? Like, all the different emotions or, like, expressions? The aspects, once they are all aligned. Like, because before I had so much split, it's like my inner child wanted something, but my teacher aspect wanted this. So I was dragging my inner child with me. Or, like, I have a granny self. That's Everybody has, like, an inner wise grandmother or grandfather. Or, like, a comedian. So... All the aspects of the self which i see that eventually it's the whole world is inside of us so every archetype just into wholeness and when we come from that place of the middle then that's it because we are in that simultaneity of whatever aspect needs to show up just shows up and we don't get to any identity it's just like all and nothing yeah yeah sweet i love that so the the carts around the outside can be potentially the spectrum of illusion to reality or uh identity as like separation or identity as the creator no knowledge okay and then all the different expressions that all have the same origin or source or wholeness yeah and i see the pad like at some point it's having like the higher self in the classroom, telling all the aspects like, this is what we're gonna do today in the board with like a little marker. And there comes a point where they're all aligned that there's no need for a class. It's just like, they all know what's the duty because they're all one, so. Oh, shit. Nice, so interesting. So like, okay, when you wake up in the morning, um, one of the ways that you could look at like your day um, which, which of course, practicing future presence, which we talk about, which is like seeing a really successful day and yeah, yeah. And seeing like divine love in the whole day. Um, but you can also take it from this, like, from this perspective of, ah, today we're going to be learning, you know, X, Y, Z, like, yeah. <laughs> and then, and then it becomes like you're saying, it becomes more and more like effortlessly flowful and intuitive, um, uh-huh. And like clear and you don't necessarily have to like remind yourself all the time that that's what's happening exactly that's it 
And then I got a flashback of a point on the journey, like maybe like little Nikki just like run up the classroom. I'm like, what the fuck, girl? Like, come here, we're having a class. And she's like, no. <laughs> but now she has a candy lollipop. She's like, oh, so she's, good. <laughs> she's there like, okay, I'm, I behave now. <laughs> oh, she was a drag, I love her. And I, I express it that way so it can have some like relevance, but I rather say I, not like she. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay, so how do you how do you feel about um, as as we wake up? as the collective wakes up, it's really clear that the architectures, they like mirror our consciousness. Mm. So uh, like the planet's consciousness is very clearly drowned in samsara or ignorance right now of separation yeah. and all this type of stuff. Um, and so that's why you see these archaic institutions and governments and economic policies and uh, polarizing media, hatred, violence, blah, 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 war, still nukes, all this type of stuff. But then we also clearly see like as people wake up, they're like, I want to decentralize everything. I want everyone to have ownership. I want, I want, uh, I want permaculture, regenerative farming. I want, I want clean energy for everybody. I, everybody gets to express themselves artistically. I want that future. So do you see that sort of happening right now as we awaken as all these new architectures are being implemented? Do you see yeah, that? that's, yeah. I see that as beautiful. Like today I'm here in New York and they're having this parade like Thanksgiving and you just see the people in the streets, super joyful, just smiling and like hugging and just like doing dances and shows. And I'm like, that's it. That's how new art would look like if everybody just got over the bullshit and we embody our higher selves. And it's like, that's it. Every day would be a parade at Thanksgiving at Christmas. And it would be easy, but that's what's happening in this planet at the moment, just shepherding that into yeah. more enlightenment, more alignment. Yeah. I, I think what Kanye said, I think a, a couple of years ago, maybe, um, was that, oh, yeah, he was running, I think, in, in 2020 um, for president. And I remember him saying um, he wanted to run under the birthday party. <laughs> And I, I didn't, I didn't fully understand it um, until I like really started like waking up more and more, and I was like, every moment should be a fucking birthday. It should be just a celebration. Um, yeah. Yeah. How wonderful. Yeah. Imagine that, like, if everybody realized they're infinitely worthy to be who they are, they're accepted, they're loved, they forgive everyone, which is forgiving oneself and one's perceptions. We will just like follow our highest excitement and share love, and there is no even need for discernment because everybody would be coming from integrity. So it would be so much easier. Party. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like total alignment, total discernment, mm. a total creativity, total celebration, um, total basic needs being met. It's so exciting, and it, I mean, it's it is totally what like wakes me up every single morning. Is is like. I'm here for this collective waking up, like without a doubt, like without a doubt, this collective 
is already the birthday party. It's already heaven, and it's becoming more and more heaven-like, more and more purified, more awake. Yeah. Oh, wow, that's wonderful. Yeah. <laughs> and then, so you you are both. Um, taking one-on-ones. So there's links, by the way, there's links in the bio um, for everybody to uh, Nikki's website, her YouTube channel, her Instagram. She has two profiles there. Um, so because you're taking both one-on-ones uh, oh. still, and you can find that in the bio on her website, but also you're producing content that shares in this mass awakening. So you're doing you you're doing both. So there's kind of like two options if people want to like follow you or like get to um, get more involved with what you share, they can both check it out like digitally on the content you share Instagram, YouTube and whatnot, or they can also go one on one with you. Yes, equally. I just write every day I post something that comes through me in the moment. So Sometimes people it's like, hey, I've been following you for a year without a session and I have shifted so many things. So if the person has accountability to do it solo, they can just with the content. If they want more personalized attention, I, I love that. It's so exciting. Yeah. And then do you feel like do you feel like the content for you, like this is so cool because it feels very like Gary V right now. I fucking love it. Do you do you, do you feel like the content? That's all you need to do. Content. <laughs> Are you on TikTok yet? No, I'm not. Oh my god. Do you do you feel like when you share uh, and yeah. it like comes through to share? Do you feel like um, when you know when people like send a comment on that content they're like oh like that's such a good way to look at it or whatever so you like serve yourself in that way and then also when they like click to like come in for a one-on-one -on -one session have you seen like a positive feedback loop with like you know being inspired and also being uh, like fearless and courageous with sharing and how that feeds back into like your your ha like your happiness your peacefulness your network your prosperity you mean I sharing or them sharing? You, share. you sharing. Oh, yes, for sure. Like, it's just brings me joy. Not even if there's even no result or no comment or nobody resonates, I'm still like joyful because it, yes. that's how we know it's a calling word. It's like, lifts me up. Yeah. Yeah. And by product of that, it helps because it's, it has that vibration. So, yes. 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 Yeah. The, the the byproduct of you sharing is not only your own process of like refining how you speak like but it's all right but it's also the fact that the content goes out and impacts your other selves and then that they become more like aware of your like of your offerings and and so there's like there's such a good feedback loop um that happens from courage from fearlessness uh, in sharing, but, but I, I would also say, and I'm curious, do you feel like the same thing is true when you don't share because 
you like gain new levels of emptiness or like peacefulness or relaxedness where it's like, even though an insight came through, you don't have to go online and share it right away, but that you can just like relax into it at the same time. Yeah. Wonderful. That goes back to like being of service because it's intuitive or because I want to show something. It's more intuitive in the sense that, oh, beautiful. Let's this insight integrate and then see what beautiful magic can come through that in whatever form it's expressed. And sometimes it's just like, it's so potent that it needs to be there. It's like, oh, I don't know, something took my hand and wrote it. And I'm like, I don't even know what happened. <laughs> yeah. So that's like a lot of potency. And yeah, so it's both. It's just like feeling into it. I love that. Mm. Do you ever feel like because let's say like 7.9 billion, 99 billion, whatever of all your other selves are all like exactly where they like need to be. They're all already according to their own will, their own choice, their own play in the dance. They're like exactly where they're supposed to be. And so do you ever also feel into like, well, if it is me exactly where I'm supposed to be, then why would I share to, to myself yeah yeah so tell me about that process for you How that's that a beautiful paradox it's they don't need me like everybody has their own higher self but in my own journey i've been served so well by mirrors and by teachers and it helps me so much and it's also fun it's like why not getting mm-hmm. myself show through this experience. Yes, coaching session as it's like coaching session, but let's play. Same as going to the movies, but let's play with our own life. So yeah, it's it's like that's why I do it out of joy, not like, oh they need my help. Nobody needs me. Like nobody actually needs you. You just express in your own completeness. Yeah. And whenever they tell me the feedback, they're making a story about me because whatever they see in me is, is themselves. So it's not like, oh, she really helped me. She changed me. I'm like, no, you changed your life through what you see in me. So. So good. Yeah. <sighs> so. Then it's like a, it's like a, it's like permission slips as catalysts. Mm. Uh, like, like we, when we sit down with somebody and it's clear that like one of us is more unblocked than the other one, like one's more clearly free than the other one. We, we like the less, the, the more, the more blocked is using the less blocked as a permission slip for them to, and a catalyst for themselves to become uh, less blocked, more free. Yes. I see it as like my higher self playing games, putting that person there, like, oh, see yourself through this person because you are them. And that's what your potential is. So it's just like, oh, this is me in the future. That's how I see my teachers. It's like, oh, you're me in the future. So good. Yeah. 
So, <clears throat> so when you see like someone that's more unblocked, and I like how you mentioned this earlier too, that one of the reasons why you do share also is because you've had so many other profound people that you've learned from that have shared yeah. to help you break free from your own illusion that yeah. now you just turn around and shepherd with that same style of compassion, basically. Um, so I, I like that. Um, and then so, okay, so when when you see someone that's less blocked, that's more free, you see that as a future self. Yes, completely. And even more if I get triggered. Like a part of me in that part of my journey may have been like, oh no, like fuck it, like fuck you, like the ego getting like triggered. But then it's like, that's an indication that I need to embody more of that frequency within me. So now it's like a gift. It's like, oh, fun, tell me more. Like going back to the classroom and aligning the aspects. <laughs> yeah. So that the trigger itself, the thought advertisement comes up and it's a trigger um, to see that as our own creation of the other self being there that then creates the trigger thought advertisement for ourselves to liberate ourselves from getting fixated on the trigger and getting upset and uh, re re uh, like re re having what's what's the word uh like res oh resentment resentment yeah. Yeah, yeah resentment exactly yeah yeah so it's it's just like wonderful when we're able to experience the trigger but be like oh this is showing me where i need to work on like that's beautiful yeah universe triggered me show me where i'm not free so it becomes and once we see the benefit of it then it's exciting and we want to get triggered Yes. But I understand it can be scary because I've been there too. I'm like, no, 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 no. Leave me in my contracted state. I'm safe here. <laughs> so uh, it's just wonderful game playing video games here. Okay. So you would say that like le when you see reality as a school, that that like a video game school, that that can be one of the most like clear ways of seeing. Mm, yeah. I see it like that. And we're just like going through levels and getting new tools and opening new, that's why I call the sessions the portal because I see every person as a portal. Like right now you're opening just a pathway and we're in the same space. It's not like you're there and I'm here. We're just sharing frequencies and we're both getting enhanced by the interaction. So it's like a person giving you an opportunity to walk through the portal, that's the person. And then you get those codes and then you put that in your character and you're more upgraded. And then you can go through the trials and tribulations of life, which is just play, but however you want to see it, in a way more free and expanded and just like Free Guy. You saw that movie? Oh, yeah. Such a good movie. <laughs> yeah. yeah, like when he kissed the girl, he got all the coats, and he's like, oh, this is how life is. Like, oh, and then he like quit his job and was able to create more financial abundance and travel and this, and, and he was like superhero. And I'm like, that's how I see the portal. It's like giving that platform to like upgrade. Yeah. Because people have done, have done that for me, just setting that platform and ah, so grateful. Yeah. Such a good description. I'm so visual if you haven't noticed. Every time you ask me something, me I'm like, the wheel, this, that. <laughs> yeah, me too. And it's been fun. And I bet it's been similar for you yeah. too, where 
because like I'm also very visual and I'm very conceptual. And so it's fun to also be able to be empty of visuals and concepts. Yeah. Yeah. Have you had like an interesting experience with like emptying yourself of visuals and concepts and then also being able to access them as you need? Ooh, yeah. I mean, like two nights ago, I was just telling Danny, like, I feel empty. Like, there's nothing. Like, there's no sensation. I feel so much peace. And I enjoyed it, but then I got bored. And I'm like, okay, let's find like a movie and let's play with emotions and sensations. <laughs> and that's the beautifulness of Nirvana and Samsara. It's like, okay, now that I'm empty and I feel peace, I want to play with characters and archetypes and sensations. And it's beautiful. But I feel like having that background emptiness, it's so much more and nourishing to play the game of life because without it then we get caught up in the characters and the sensations and we believe that the scene is real but when you know it's not real then you can have so much more fun with it it's so good oh so good. yeah yeah oh man so it's like having the having the background knowledge of source of emptiness of the white canvas is then what enables you to like express yourself um, into the infinite creation into all of the possibilities of sensations and experiences um, from a place of wholeness but also from a place that doesn't get lost in the illusion doesn't get lost in samsara so good it's like being in the world but not of it also one of my favorite quotes like but how do i do that i'm like well you just explain it in the whole interview <laughs> you're the carrot i'm the carrot yeah <laughs> <laughs> It's so good though it's so it's so it's so simple it's that good really like i yeah. am it like it's such a good statement i should change my bio for movie yeah, i am the carrot yeah. <laughs> yeah it's so good it's so funny because people that people that like get that you're not talking about like yourself as a person like yeah, that it's yeah. a really important distinction because otherwise like you can read that and there's so many interpretations um and then like so then you wonder like well how can i write this so that almost all different interpretations can get something uh out of it that doesn't necessarily trigger them oh she thinks that she's so she's the carrot everybody should want to fucking be nikki <laughs> yeah, yeah, like she thinks he's a spiritual teacher who told you you're so advanced you know all the egos getting like i'm like i'm you like so that's what I'm maybe ironing out at the moment. It's like, well, I feel like vibrationally, whoever is meant to be stuck in my field for service would happen. So I'm like, mm, they would get it. So I don't need to work on it. But then subtly I'm like, this can help much more people. So that's why I try with terms and symbols like trauma healer and uh, emotional coaching. I was so against the word coaching before because I saw it as like, like it's not coaching we're just mirroring each other but it's just such a symbol that the matrix has like normalized and i'm like let's play with that so yeah yeah 
So almost like you can make a concession into matrix terminology to help actually serve people that are seeking. That's a great point. Yeah. I'm trying to do it. Yes. Yeah. I, I, I actually think that's really resonant for like, if anybody's ever um, like gotten tastes of like themselves being like ultimate reality, I think I am the carrot is a, like a pretty good way. <laughs> I mean, it all goes back to comedy. It's like how funny yeah. trickster, you know, it's like, mm, I'm the carrot. It's like this shit's so unreal. I'm the carrot. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. She gets it, you know? Yeah. 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 Oh, good. Or, and like an, another way to maybe say it is, yeah, because I'm the carrot so good because then it's like I'm the reward. Like I am, I'm the divine. Like I am the absolute. I mean, like that's so good. But then, yeah. um, but then also I really like something like I am the, like I am the painter in all or whatever. Like, cause then there's like a, you know, like I am the pupil, like the one eye right or whatever right that like there's that kind of um of way of of like sharing it or expressing it that then gets people to like get the mirroring aspect at a uh yes. yeah yeah it's like the carrot it's like shaped shifts into a pen or it's like a pen carrot and then you can like paint with it <laughs> i'm painting you now ah <laughs> oh, what a beautiful creation <laughs> Oh, good. I just saw you with like little kitty things. <laughs> oh, oh, the, the painter is the carrot. Yeah, now you get it. No, like the carrot, it's just the paint. Yeah, 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 yeah. it is the actual brush. Yes, yes. yes. And I'm, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm saying like if you know the painter, the one painter is the carrot. Like the one infinite creator is the reward. Yes, that's it too. Yeah, yeah, like that kind of way of putting it. Yeah. Oh, that's so good. Like you are already the reward. Um, uh, and yet it's also simultaneously that there's like an apparent, like further liberating oneself of condensed energy and, um, and behavior patterns that are rooted in separation. Cause you can't, you can't get away with it. You know, it's always, so you don't you don't fall for the because um, I I know that it's it's gotten really common like with neo advaita to sort of just go directly to say that you know there's nobody here there's nothing to do mm-hmm. um, and and I and I think that um, you you seem like you also see that like yo like a you did apparently have like 25 years of conditioning of separation. Like there's probably something to do yeah. to like liberate yourself from uh, that. Of course. Uh, yeah. I'm fully guilty of that too, of being like, oh, I'm already one. So I don't have to look at my shadow shit. So it's more, I see the carrot or the background canvas as a way for us not to feel guilty if the persona or the ego acts out or says something or quote-unquote fucks up it's like you're not that so it instantly liberates us from guilt and gives us the free space to how can i work through this how can i own it how can i choose differently so that's the beauty of both worlds or the emptiness and the love together nice yeah and and i i love that and then i've also found that it's it's really important to also 
um, like the whole there is only one of you, which is also something that Bentinho has been adamant about because it's so it's so easy for us to say that, ah, that's the ego and then to almost like outsource ourselves to that. Um, and so to also recognize that this like the the conditioned self is yeah, both yeah. it's entangled. So it's both not us and us or neither us nor not us. Um, and so like to, to also be comfortable with that, to be like, yeah, like in this case, in this example, this avatar did apparently have 25 years of conditioning and it still expresses itself sometimes from there. And that's not a problem because I know I'm far, far beyond that, but I am also purifying this avatar's Exactly. Yeah. That removes any any subtle pain from it or guilt or oh, I cannot show myself because I would be vulnerable. It's like no, it's you're not that, and we're all people are doing the same thing. So there's that like collective support into stepping up into more emptiness. Yeah. Yeah. I have a silly, uh, let's play with some silly questions to, to end. This is so good. Okay. Yeah, let me just check. Yeah, I think I have like. Just a little bit, a couple more minutes of silly questions. Yeah. Okay. okay that's it. Um, what's your favorite food? Mm, pasta. I love pasta with what like good of- wine, just like a spaghetti with like vodka sauce. I love pink sauce. I love sensuality, so I find pasta really romantic. The way you eat it and you taste it with like the wine and the sensations and mm-hmm. scents. Add like mm-hmm. more Italy in the background, and I'm good to go. <laughs> mm, okay. Do you have a? Do you have a? Um, that actually kind of plays me into the into an even better question to potentially ask, which is, what are your favorite sensations? <laughs> That's it. It's, I have a friend that calls me Mrs. Sensation because we went to a restaurant and like ordered three plates and I just taste it. And he's like, why are you doing that? It's such a waste of money. I'm like, I just want the sensation of it. <laughs> and since then he calls me Mr. Sensation. Mm, that's just such a subtle question because I'm like, I enjoy bliss, but then I'm like, don't get, it's about peace. So it's like, it's beautiful having sense pleasures and enjoying that aspect of being human, but not to trick ourselves into that's there because I'd rather feel peace. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, after a year of this, <laughs> and realizing it's not there, I guess. Equanimity? Yeah. Equanimity, yeah. Interesting. So, um, you know, as as we were just talking that last bit, I noticed that um, if you ask a really abstract question, like what's your favorite sensation, um, people will give you a very abstract answer because you went all the way to like bliss or peace, which like really encompasses like a lot of sensory experience. Mm -hmm. Um, But if I ask you something that's a lot more focused and narrow, like what's your favorite food? You see how much more like focused and narrow on just one aspect of like sensory experience. That was a really interesting um, like 
little realization or insight there into like the whole like you can really go particle or you can go way more wave and it's just really cool okay um <clears throat> what texture of peace and bliss like do you really love like what's the texture of it that like oh mm. bliss i just instantly think of the bohemian rhapsody song because it goes all the way from in my perception of it from hell to heaven so it gives me bliss to experience my whole hero's journey in one song and i'm like oh that's blissful it's like mm, yum and peace the texture of it how can i describe it in a song or something or it's just silence it's more like a scene like just the mundane how can i see it right now i'm doing laundry or doing the dishes or even cleaning, things that I had never had to do before now that I'm being a nomad. And I do those things. And as before, I used to do them trying to get somewhere or being like, I need to become someone in life. Now I do it from, I feel so much peace and I can have my mind empty while I do these dishes or I can clean the room and be like, ah, like no thoughts and just being there fully. So that's the texture of like, how much peace can you allow, not only meditation, but in your normal day-to-day -day activities? So that's my favorite texture at the moment. Yeah. Great answer. So, yeah, that reminds me a lot of like Sahaja Samadhi, like weaving your absorption into your daily activities. So there's the, that's kind of like the tantric weaving um, approach to like anchoring heaven on earth. Mm -hmm. um, and I love that for the peace. And then I also loved when you're talking about peace, just the silence, the silence or like the very this, thisness. Um, and, uh, and just like what a relief that is. It's so relieving for that. It's just, that's a good way. I guess another texture, it's like total relief of like all things avatar and all things creation is like that. Um, and then, Bliss, I liked what you said with Bohemian Rhapsody because it does take you on the whole spectrum, the whole roller coaster itself. Yeah. And then that gives you the whole like spectrum of sensation itself, like which is, yeah, cool. Like six or eight minutes. Epic. No need to watch a movie. The whole hero's journey in one song. I'm like, yeah, beautiful. And that's why when we were like, I don't know, it was like middle school or something, like on the bus, listening on those like those i those iPod touches with the wheel and like you'd split a headphone with like your little eighth grade friend and you would just listen to Bohemian Rhapsody and you wouldn't you wouldn't really understand like what exactly, like why, but like now you're an adult and you're like, that's why. Yeah, that's it. I'm like Burley, I'm trying to be an adult, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, beautiful. Yeah. I do have to go now. I'm enjoying Perfect. this a lot, but I see Danny looking at me like, we have Thanksgiving. <laughs> Perfect. Exactly. And that was such a nice surprise to see him too. Yeah. 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 I love you guys both. Um, yeah. Have fun uh, on Thanksgiving the rest of the day. And mm -hmm. um, thanks for coming on the show again, Nikki. Such a Thank pleasure. You.
Yeah, I love that. So fun. Would love to come again. Yeah. Such a such a cool variety of topics that were that were covered. Great analogies, also things that I feel like are going to be really useful for all our other selves to to watch and enjoy. Um, and also, everybody, um, thank you for tuning in. We love you very much. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for being here. <laughs> thank you, everyone. Thank you. Thank you for tuning in. Check out the links in the bio below. Uh, again, it's Nikki's website, her YouTube, subscribe to the channel, check out the videos, good stuff there. And also her Instagram profiles, check it out. You can sign up for one-on-ones if you'd like with her. And um, also, if you also like the video, this interview itself, definitely like the video. It helps the algorithm. Subscribe to the channel if you haven't yet. Leave a comment below with your thoughts on the video and also share the video with other people that you feel like it would profoundly influence positively. That's all, folks. Love you so much, Nikki. Thank you, sweetie. Woohoo! <laughs> Bye, guys. <laughs> thank you. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna end the stream, and then we'll just we'll stay stay for just a couple more seconds. Hold on. Yeah.